you're in Seattle, Seattle. And you need to buy yourself a home. We'll be right there for you. Because we're the realtors that you can trust. So go to rodandbounce.com. Please hit subscribe on your podcast player. We'd also love if you gave us a review. Now let's get back to building Ted. I mean Laverne and Shirley. No, seriously, it's R&D and with me, that's three. Hey, you guys, what's going on? Welcome to episode 506 now of the Ron and Don Show on the Ron and Don Radio Network. And heck yeah, we're live from the Les Schwab Studios. What is up, Ron and Don Nation? How about that Super Bowl? Holy cow, I can't believe that. <laughs> We'll talk about the Super Bowl here in a moment. Also, let's talk about your brain and mushrooms and psychedelics because there's a new story out about how it could open up your brain and maybe open up stuff, though, that you didn't want to open up to. Watch what piles in there, right? Before we get to that, though, let's get to this. Russell Wilson back in the news for two reasons. One, because Sean Payton is headed to Denver. Number two, because Russell Wilson is no longer going to be able to have his personal football coach at the facility in Denver. Sean Payton's like, yeah, we don't do that around here. So nonetheless, I think this is unique about Russell Wilson and Sean Payton because Russell Wilson loved Drew Brees. Drew Brees played for 15 years. He was a saint. Russell Wilson has a very special connection with Drew Brees. And I think what they may try to do with Russell is the same thing that Sean was able to do uh, but in a dome stadium, in a dome stadium, uh, for 15 years with the Saints. So, what do you think is going to happen here? What is your What is your take on Russell Wilson well, first and Sean off, Payton coming to the Broncos? And then I also think there's some other news about his charity, right? Yeah. So, and first off, and I don't, I can't believe I'm doing this. In defense of Russell Wilson, uh, you and I, you know, worked in the NFL uh, a long time ago, and I remember we had a guest on that. It was a doctor, and he wrote this book about. The how how players were treated back in the in the heyday of the NFL, the Lyle Alcedo era of the NFL, and there was tons of stories, and we don't have to go into all of them about how the medical staffs on the team and the care that you got during an NFL game was not really in the best interest of the player, it was in the best interest of the team in the league. Mm-hmm. And so there were stories of training camps where you'd show up and there'd be a a a cereal bowl in the middle of the training table that would have steroids there or there might be amphetamines there or just whatever was in vogue at the time uh we heard stories with from jim otto a famous uh player where he's like dude they would take a needle and ram it into my knee and at halftime and just sort of dig around in there and shoot me up and get me back out there to play and so i don't fault the modern player for saying i have some suspicion about the int- i don't know if my interests align a hundred percent with the interests of a team. I would like a second opinion or, uh, I have a nutritionist that really got me great results, or I have a strength coach that I really connected with. I don't have a problem or a psychologist, whatever. I don't have a problem with them wanting to have an independent third party to go, wait a minute. Are you sure that, are you sure you want to shoot up and go play in this playoff game? Like that, like Jalen Hurts this uh, in the Super Bowl. Are you sure you just want to take a pain shot 
And you could permanently injure your shoulder and not know it's permanently injured, even win the Super Bowl, wake up on Tuesday and go, wow, my, I can't move my arm. I need surgery. It's the longest line before any game is all the guys. That's why they always say it's a game time decision because they rest all week and then they get shot up and then they go out there and they see if you can play on it. So you're, you're right. It's a, it's a beautiful point. Said that. Okay. Having an office and access to the team facility. I agree with Sean Payton on this. If you want to have, and Tom Brady was the first guy to do this, but he seems to, when you're winning, you overlook a lot of things. Oh. But you look at the nutrition, the pro, whatever program Tom was on, got great results for Tom. Yeah. His fitness was great. His flexibility was great. His longevity has been great. His appearance, you know, you saw that he lost that, that sort of physique that he had coming out of college. So whatever training regimen he was on, he got great results. So he wanted to keep those guys around. He's like, I know we have nutritionists for the Patriots. I'm not interested in that because I'm getting better results with this guy mm. in this program. Yeah. Good for him. As soon as you bring them into the building, and the, the the legend has it that Tom's guy was helpful to other players. Huh. Other players would come over and for free of charge, he would say, hey, what about this? And he would give his insights away for free, mm. uh, even though he was wandering around the facility. On Russell Wilson's case, it appears like he wanted an office in there and he wanted sort of a shadow coaching staff team, nutritionist, psychologist, whatever, plyometrics guy, whatever it was. Jay, Jay Keeps used to play here at Puyallup. He was he was his quarterback coach. So Right, so he wanted his own set of eyes. And Sean Payton's like, if you want to pay them on your own time, great, but they're not coming to the facility. Hmm. And so I, I, I agree with sort of both sides on this. Huh. You and I have seen players before play when they're injured and end their career. And the reason why is because they get hyped up into the warrior culture where it's like, it's a playoff game. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but dude, like even, even uh, Patrick Mahomes messing around with a high ankle sprain is you can do permanent damage to your leg. Hmm. You know, if, if he shoots his leg up and wraps it super tight yeah. and, and re injures that thing, he could lose speed forever, lose flexibility, lose blood flow, have to get a surgery. Like there's a lot of bad outcomes if he if he overlooks this injury, but he's going to play, and we all celebrate it. Um, what do you think about the Russell Wilson thing? Um, I think Sean Payton's still going to have a very hard time getting that team turned around. I thought Sean Payton underperformed with the Saints. I thought he had a lot of great talent. In 15 years, they went to the playoff playoffs nine times, but they didn't go necessarily far. They won one Super Bowl back in 2010. And, and you have to remember, they were a dome team. They would play well at the dome, and then when they would travel, especially in an outdoor stadium, now you're in an outdoor stadium. Uh, you're a mile high. You talk about wind, rain, snow, all those different elements. He's never coached in anything like this recently. So we'll see if he's the man for the job, but I think this is going to be very, very different. And I don't think Russell Wilson is in his prime anymore, right? And he's so short that he can't see over the line, so that's why he has to duck out of the pocket and run. Uh, I think those days, because he'll be 35 next year when he's playing, I think those days are over, and I don't know that they're going to be able to make him into a straight drop-back quarterback where you go back three, five, seven, and the ball comes out. That's not the way that he plays. Watch Drew Brees, though, and, and watch him and the way that he would scramble with the Saints, and you could see later on in his career, he became a drop-back passer. Three, drop three, drop five, drop seven, and 
The ball comes out. Russell will never be that. Real quick, another Russell Wilson news. People might find this interesting. Our old colleague, Danny O'Neill, has a great piece out. Uh, he now writes on Substack, if you want to find this. But it's also in the USA Today and Yahoo Sports. Nice. People are doing a deep dive into Russell Wilson's uh, charitable foundation. Oh. And so what they've found right now is that he he raised quite a bit of money. And so I believe it was called the Why Not Me Foundation, something along those lines. Um, what they found is that a couple things. One, they spend more than 50% of their money does not go to charity. Hang on. Let's do this. Let's take a break and come back and talk about this, okay? Because this is too good of a story. We've got to spend a segment on it. We will see you on the other side of this. Hey, you guys, can we talk about Les Schwab and Les Schwab tires for a moment? Hey, before you go anywhere, this is what I want you to do as we head into the spring driving season. Stop by Les Schwab and ask for a free pre-trip safety check. What does that mean? They'll get your tires, your batteries, your brakes, your lines, so much more. Then they make recommendations based upon what you really need, Ron, and not what they're trying to sell you, right? Yeah, but if you do need new tires, you can save up to $150 during the Les Schwab Founders Day celebration sale on select tire sizes and types. Schedule an appointment today at leschwab.com, or you can just stop by. That's Les Schwab, where they've been doing the right thing since 1952. <laughs> Hey, you guys, back to the podcast in just a moment. It's Ron and Don. You may have heard of us. Hey, Ron, it looks like the market's thawing right now. Yeah, we're seeing uh, a lot more mortgage applications starting to happen. We're seeing uh, some a lot more listings come online. Those are indicators that people are sort of loading up, getting ready to buy. Yeah. So if you want to be a buyer or want to be a seller, like now is the time to sit down with us and put together a game plan uh, before you know that spring's going to be here to get your house ready. We need a little bit of runway, so reach out to us and schedule sit down now yeah sometimes people schedule a sit down and we may not sell that home until next year sometimes we might be selling that home next week so whether it's next week next year yeah we're ready to list that home and also do the hard work to make sure that that home is turnkey to put max dollars in your pocket we call that right there the ronadon difference so if you want to reach out to us let's do a sit down virtually find out if we'd be a good team all you have to do is go to ronadonsitdown.com that's ronadonsitdown.com and uh, we'll sit down with you today All right, you guys, welcome back to the Ron and Don show. Back to our Russell Wilson story. You were saying why? Yeah, so again, this is, I'm I'm crediting Danny O'Neill, who did a lot of reporting on this. You can find him uh, on Substack. He used to work on ESPN here in Seattle. So Russell formed a foundation while he was in Seattle called the Why Not You Foundation. And it was, it was, framed up as Russell Wilson's way to give back to youth in the community. And you may have seen uh, he did a lot of sort of social media posts around why not, why not you? And basically telling kids like, hey, you can do whatever you want. Everyone told me I was short and I'd never make it. So and I just asked myself, why not me? And so this was the foundation. So what they and they would do these fundraisers and do all kinds of events to promote this. And they'd and, all ride horses and say, let's ride at the, at the, at the right. let's ride at the fundraiser. So Danny and let's some ride. other guys let's ride. look Looked into the uh, the tax documents of some of these of the Why Not You Foundation, and so you tell me what you think of this. In 2020 and 2021, the Why Not You Foundation spent six hundred thousand dollars on charitable activities. Sounds pretty good until you realize that they spent one point one million on salary and benefits for those that worked at the at the charity. So they raised one point seven million dollars 
1.1 of it went to salaries, 600 went to the charitable things, a very, very bad ratio when you look at charities. So when you look at charities, usually they try to get that number as close to zero as possible. So like you rarely see more than half going to salaries. And then here's where Russell Wilson may have inadvertently stepped over into an illegal activity. So what he did is a guy on his team, we just talked about how these guys have their teams. His name is Ryan Tarpley. Ryan Tarpley worked in Russell Wilson's little coaching staff that we just talked about. And so Russell tapped him to be the director of Why Not You. And in 2020, they paid him $209,000 to run this charity that only gave away 600 grand. The following year, he got paid $225,000 to run the charity. And it, it also uh, to support Sierra's nonprofit. The, the thing where it slips into being illegal is they list him on the tax documents as the full-time director of Why Not You 40-hour-a-week job. This is his salary. But in reality, he was working full-time as Russell Wilson's part of his entourage doing these other things. And so you can't pay a guy charitable money to be doing non-charitable things. That's actually illegal. Hmm. And then the, the other thing, and then I'll let you respond, is they talked about, um, and I just want to make sure I got this right. In 2016 through 2019, Russell Wilson, the foundation, held a two-day golf invitational billed as a fundraiser. The USA Today went, got a hold of those financials, and what they found is that it did not generate any positive cash flow. So in other words, Russell Wilson hosted these blowout gala events that brought in as much money as they spent on the event. Yeah. And so it's basically hosting a giant party that raised zero dollars for the charity. So I don't know legally what's going to happen to Russell Wilson, but USA Today is on it. Yahoo Sports is on it. Danny O'Neill, former hmm. uh, reporter for the PI and the Times is on it. And they're looking into these things. The the paying someone from tax free dollars to do a non tax free job is illegal. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think probably his heart was in the right place. And then sometimes these things just get away from you. And um, I don't think he probably intended to do this. I think he probably intended to do good stuff. I think uh, this reminds me a little bit. I don't know if the the intent is. It's a little Donald Trumpish to me to is go. That, hey, what I can do is I'll pay this dude from the foundation. Yeah, but in reality, he's working the lion's share of his time is spent serving my needs as a quarterback and Sierra's needs uh, as our family tries to cr craft this image. Yeah. I, I don't know how you could see that in any other way. Yeah. Like the paycheck literally comes from the foundation. It's a 501c3. Those are tax deductible donations. So this is what we, whenever we talked about charity on air, and especially a grassroots charity, you always bring up charity navigator, right? Yeah. There are charities, audit companies that do this. 
that give you know do you give a rating on efficiency do they actually spend the money where they do what do the salaries look like etc and so i haven't looked up russell wilson's charity on charity navigator but based on this reporting it would seem like it wouldn't get five stars yeah um and i agree with you danny also talks about he's like i've heard this story before sean alexander back in the day bought a sort of a boys and girls club a community center in his hometown in kentucky wow. and with full intent on making it a great play the sean alexander center and they raised 1.8 million dollars and it basically sat there undeveloped yeah and so he's like this sort of thing happens uh he's like there's a there's bright spots tiger woods foundation he says is run very well oh cool uh there are some charity some you know athlete charities that might uh, that do well but he goes it's not the norm yeah that's why the bill and melinda gates foundation is so extraordinary uh but they have the horsepower and the know-how to do it um yeah this is this is when you just sign the highest the biggest contract in NFL history at the time, I think Russell Wilson was right up there. Yeah. And you're you can't carve out the two hundred grand to pay your guy. Yeah. I would just say it reminds me, especially after Iraq and Afghanistan, there's a lot of wounded warrior project type things out there. And you see what a lot of these organizations do is they take in a lot of money, but they almost spend all the money that they take in. There's one organization out there one year took in like thirty four million dollars and they spent like thirty two million dollars running the organization. So a couple million bucks went to wounded warriors so that's why i think the charity navigator something like that is so important if you're going to give so yeah and i'm not in a i, I don't want to take down russell wilson in a, a sense but this does feed the narrative like i've, I've always had and, and i got sort of chastised about this when we were on cairo i've always just had a vibe about russell wilson that like something was not entirely as it seems and i've met him numerous times and there's always been that just thing in my my intuition my spidey sense goes off and so it doesn't surprise me at all that he would try to come up with a way to boost him and Sierra's profile yeah. and do it with tax-free dollars. Yeah. All right, more on the other side of this. Hey, it's Ron Don here with Mitch Weeks from Mitch.Loans. Mitch, uh, do I need to have 20% down to buy a house right now? No, and that's actually one of the most common mistakes that I do here is people think and people have thought for a long time that 20% is the standby. 20% the first time you're buying a home is not normal at all. With with prices, you know, around a million dollars often for first time home buyers, 20% is a lot of money to save and it is not necessary. You can put 3.5% down with an FHA loan, 5% down, sometimes even less with a conventional. And Mortgage insurance just isn't as bad as it used to be. I just did a loan that was a $900,000 home. The buyers put 10% down and they were going to pay mortgage insurance of $100 a month for two years. Now that $2,400 feels like a lot, maybe, but if you talk about how much their home is going to grow in value over that time, it's nothing. All right. He's Mitch Weeks. Uh, get in touch with him at Mitch.Loans. If you're a first-time buyer and your ears just perked up and go, I'd like to buy a house for 5% down, it's Mitch.Loans. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Ron and Don Show. Don't forget, we have a life-changing event coming up and we have two seats left. Yeah. As of the recording of this uh, podcast right now, we have two seats. Uh, we, we really have room for 30 people in this room that we have uh, and 28 signups. Um, I, I believe if I've just finished up my, my presentation and have been sort of polishing it up. I really think this, this, 
will change lives. Yep. Like I really do. Nothing changed my life financially greater than getting involved with real estate and understanding hmm. all the points of leverage that I've had and sure. building wealth for, for myself. And I would say my family, but I'm single. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. so like, that's been the biggest life changer for me. And just, I think this event and getting some momentum in your life, being around some like-minded people, knowing that we have assembled a team here to assist you. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited. So grab one of those last two spots if you're hearing this. Yeah. All right. Anyway, all you got to do is go to ronanddon.com slash change and get signed up. That's ronanddon.com slash change. And uh, we're going to feed you. We're not going to clothe you. We're not going to sell you anything. We're going to have a great time, though. And we're going to learn about snowballing real estate. So whether you own real estate or you're looking to buy investment property, let's get together and uh, we will see you guys soon. So this Thursday. Yeah. Hey, we've been talking about psychedelic and psychedelic uh, mushrooms and other things. You sent me an article, Ron, that said, hey, with, with all this talk about psychedelics, let's be careful here. Because if you want your mind to open up, you better be careful about what falls in, right? Yeah, this is an article from The Atlantic. And I think it was a psychotherapist that wrote this. And they're like, I see the trend, you know, Oregon is sort of decriminalized magic mushrooms. Uh, someone down there tried to make a retail shop that was then shut down by the feds. They're like, no, we're not there yet. Uh, we see there's a, when I go on my walks down by the Lake union, there's a ketamine assisted, uh, psychedelic psychotherapy trip that you can go on here locally. Huh. So like there's a, and there's a lot of this happening and they wanted to tap the brakes a little bit and go, just so you know, and like if you read Michael Pollan's book, How to Change Your Mind, which is about psychedelics, he goes into great depths on this. He's like, just going and doing this with your pal on the weekend is pro for your first time is not a great idea. Mm -hmm. And he brought up an example of a woman that is one of his clients that her and her friend got some magic mushrooms. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to go out and we're going to get an Airbnb. It's going to be a girl's weekend. Uh, we're going to take these uh, magic mushrooms. It's going to expand our mind and ego death and all of this stuff that's all the rage right now. And so she did that. And like the first phase was once she consumed the edibles was this euphoria and it did open up her brain and she had this you know really powerful experience and then as the experience wore on and you can't turn it off once you've taken the amount you've taken that's what you've taken the second phase opened up in her um all this traumatic experience she had with her father growing up her father was an alcoholic and was abusive and she wasn't ready for that and they didn't have a sober guide in the room and so she then had to wait out the length of this chemically induced state. And she went into this really dark place yeah. where all of the trauma and these vivid memories and hallucination, hallucinations and all those things were happening to her. Yeah. And so when she got done with it and then went back and talked to her psychotherapist, she was depressed for quite a while. Like it had a net negative impact on her. Mm -hmm. And they talk about when you're doing this to make sure the set and setting is right uh, to make sure that you understand something like this can happen and that you want someone there with some experience that is able to basically guide you and assist you on in this trip. And even something like microdosing, like you don't necessarily know what uh, is in store for you. So you need to have a safety net, if you will. I thought it was a good article. Yeah. I think that that's important. And I also think, uh, Anything can be abused, right? So if all you're doing is taking those things and you just want to trip out of your mind, 
that's what you're going to do. You're going to trip out of your mind and then you're going to pass out and then you're going to wake up and you're going to go, oh, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> hey, you guys, thanks for listening to episode 506 of the Ron and Don Show. Again, live from the Les Schwab Studios. Thanks to Les Schwab for sponsoring today's show. Also, Mitch at Mitch.loans. And of course, Ron and Don, we got a life-changing event coming up. All you have to do is go to ronanddon.com slash change right now. And a lot of people, Ron, want to get signed up for the newsletter. We always want to let people know we don't sell your information. Uh, but Ron and I do sit down and we write something. It's from us one time a week. And uh, it's a good way for us to stay in touch, right? Yeah, you just go to ronanddon.com, uh, sign up for the Nation News, and you can read all of our past uh, sort of articles, if you will, are on that uh, that webpage as well. Yeah, and look for us on socials. You can follow us on Facebook, on Instagram. He's Ron Upshaw. I'm Don O'Neill and Don O'Neill 34. Hey, episode 507. I'll be here before you know it. You're listening to the Ron and Don Show. Only on the Ron and Don Radio Network. You keep your head up and your shoulders back. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet and we'll see you next time. Only! 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 Only on the Ron Don Radio Network.